0: what's going on guys welcome to another episode episode 28 of the iscandy sports podcast before i introduce you to our next guest i want to let you guys or remind you guys uh that the best way to support the podcast and iscandy sports is to subscribe on youtube haven't shouted myself out in a little bit the goal is 1k by may it's getting into the weeds of march so uh, we're cutting it close connor but our next guest is the brody rec league do you call yourself founder, CEO, president?
1: Uh, I, I go by it all, man. I'll, t- I'll take anything, honestly.
0: <laughs> Conor, um, I'm going to call him the godfather of the Brody Reckley i like that you can put that that, right, that, that sounds great
1: <laughs> sounds a lot better than what i haven't called myself so connor how are you doing today pal good man good can't complain things are busy um i, I won't do a shameless plug yet but we actually i sort of feel like i have to because summer season's right around the corner yep. and it's our busiest time of year man busiest time of year this summer is going to be absolutely crazy so
0: well i'm actually looking to get a team in myself okay and uh these are gonna be me and my boys though yep um we vary from really bad to pretty bad. Right. And then one guy played college. Okay. So would yeah. you recommend the lowest league for us? Uh, if one guy played college? Yeah, but like he didn't even finish out his college. Oh, uh, got you. It,
1: it depends, man. It We're depends. all super out
0: of shape, except for the college guy. Right. No, you guys, you guys
1: would fit in like a comp rec situation. Yeah, you uh, guys would fit in. I'm going to recruit. I'm, what's the cut? it's 18 april 1st oh for for, yeah. For, for age. Yeah, yeah, yeah for age yeah it's 16 um but you got to start in in rec if you're under oh, 18. My God. i'm literally
0: gonna go to high school games now <laughs> <laughs> super your, your, team your, your 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 collegiate career might never take off but your right. party career exactly. <laughs> Man. Oh, I'm going to get him that that's not going to finish that. <laughs> um Carter, what is the Brody Rec League for people that
1: might not Yes, know? definitely. So, the Brody Ren the Brody Rec League is a men's league experience on steroids. Mm-hmm. That's the way I like to say it. Yeah. Um it also goes like with our vibe, like we're we're different, we're new, we're fresh. Um but Brody Rec is a men's league. We do videos, photos, pictures, stats. We run mic'd up games, you get full uniform. You do our media days, which I are do. amazing. Appreciate it. Um sometimes amazing. We try <laughs> and make everybody, even if you're not the best duper, feel like you're the best duper.
0: And that's what I explain it to people as yeah, exactly. It's, it's the professional experience for the non professional. Of course, of course. You know,
1: so. we like your career doesn't have to especially with you know, with the internet and the just the amount of content creators out there now. We make everyone feel like, yeah, like they can actually hoop, even if you know they're not the best.
0: And uh, the my favorite part. Well, obviously the media days because that pays me. But (laughs) my other favorite part of the Brody Rec League is um, the stats online. Yeah. The BrodyRecLeague.com. Go on that website on your computer, not on your phone. Like the phone is still great. Yeah. You guys do a great job on the mobile, but the like you can literally look at NBA.com and look at BrodyRecLeague.com and it's the or BrodyRec.com and it's the same experience. Thank you.
1: Yeah, we we we, you know, we put a really big emphasis on that from yeah, I mean, you hit it right on the head right away. Like mm-hmm. it's it's the most professional experience you're going to get from a men's league and, you know, just because your your youth career finishes or, you know, in some cases now while it's still going on and you want good exposure, when you wrap up regardless of where you are or again like the new case like you want more exposure. Right. We Provide that for you we provide you know a pathway once your youth career in most cases is done Mm -hmm. and you don't feel like you've you know just finished being an athlete
0: right yeah so no um, what started the league when was the idea like oh I need to bring this to market Mm -hmm. I need to start um, selling this experience
1: yeah you know it started because of my own I guess inability to find a league that I really enjoyed um, I, I played a high level of rugby throughout my life. My dad's South African. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've always been in the basketball scene. Like I stopped at around grade 10 cause it was always in the same time as hockey. Right. But I remember just I knew like, you're hockey
0: guy. I, knew it. <laughs> I remember
1: vividly seeing these, these guys that played like junior level hockey and, and you know, but the basketball scene really has exploded recently after like the Raptors win and right. like, it's becoming more mainstream in Canada. But I specifically remember seeing, Junior hockey players and with their photos and their pictures and being like, man, like I want that. Like I wanna, you wanna feel like you're. Wait, wait, so when you say
0: say junior hockey players, do you mean like they're playing in like the equivalent men's league, or do you mean that they're just playing hockey at a certain level and they got this experience? And you're like, yeah, they're they're playing
1: in like um, in like farm farm team or like um, semi pro hockey level, like semi pro hockey essentially. Um, But it really started from you know I graduated i didn't quite feel like i was just ready to hang it up and play right. in like a shitty men's league yeah. that you know starts at midnight and you get a pink jersey and a ref that's like right. may or may not be drinking or under the influence um not that, <laughs> not that that ever happened to me but yeah you know what i mean the, the no, classic me. men's league is sort of it's sort of thrown together and you pay cash and that's it yeah. And i i think i realized that there was an opportunity to, to treat the way it should have always been treated, which is mm-hmm. like the youth programs are like very professional and well, most of them very yeah. professional and well run. And that's sort of what led me into starting Brody and running our first season. What about the name Brody? Yeah, people ask me this a lot. Um, I just, I don't know. like It's got a nice ring to it. It does have a nice ring to it. And I wish I could say like, I used to be like, oh, there's like a dog I had or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> no, it just, it sounded great. And are your remember, next dog we named brody almost oh, definitely are you a dog yeah. guy i'm a dog guy yeah yeah i'm a dog guy. i have my family has like one of those old white crusty dogs that's like <laughs> just sort of getting like to um to, the to later old. stage exactly <laughs> but um yeah I, I am definitely a dog guy uh first year of the Brody rec league was that was early 2019 so great time to start it dog. Not- <laughs> Not a great time to start a business <laughs> we had um, we had a really successful first season mm-hmm. um, we ran it in a rec center just in Oakville and we had six teams I remember I remember vividly shout out Eric Kingston he was the first person to ever sign up for our league wow. and I remember we had we, we had we put a lot of hard work into it so the way we started was you know we need you know your life yeah. revolves around content right I have a friend I was like, hey dude i want to put a men's league together so i'm going to put an open run in and we're going to rent the gym that we're going to use and we're just going to have an open run and try and get as much content as we can right with all that content we scraped together a nice promo video and that resulted in six teams our first season
0: what was that guy's name again the first ever register
1: eric kingston
0: eric kingston i'm going to start if it's not already is he free for life he he, I'm gonna put the pressure on you now. <laughs> you should be. I got.
1: I gotta talk to Andrew. I gotta to talk to other people. <laughs> I got to, involved, talk to you you I mean, exactly,
0: exactly. I'm trying. You yeah. said his name is Eric. Yeah, uh, I'm yeah. trying, Eric. Um Damn. But so obviously you said 2019. <laughs> um, you, you start 2019. Obviously mm-hmm. 2020. Yep. The thing happens. Yep. How do you survive that?
1: Yeah, it was tough. Um, we were already well into like our, we, we ran in winter. So we were preparing for a summer season. Mm-hmm. Um, we had already ordered the jerseys, you know, the, f- the first season we could talk about it. I made it really, really cheap because yeah. I wanted people to come play. And I wanted to, again, get the content, get the right people involved and right. just build a community up. So I was already out of pocket. I was working at a, at, at a bank at the time. Mm-hmm. And um i was already out of pocket we ended up ordering the jerseys for summer we were expanding we were going to like multiple locations so right. we were already sort of on that trajectory and then when the thing happened i had to i was very inexperienced i didn't have any refund policies in place so i ended up basically refunding everybody just out of um, pocket.
0: yeah i received yeah. one of those re- refunds i was actually registered for that season wow i was we were going to be on the lakers colorway yeah and i was gonna wear number 81 Damn. Everyone was wearing twenty-four mm-hmm. or two or you know right. uh, eight, um, but yeah. So you have to you have to bite the bullet on that one. Yeah, first se- like first real. Se- I mean, six mm-hmm. teams is no joke, but like that's your first real season.
1: Yeah, we were we were like preparing for. I think we had ordered about two hundred sets of jerseys, so like twenty teams we were expecting. Yeah, and um, we had about six that we we only did have like six or seven teams signed up right. at that point. So it wasn't anything crazy, crazy, but. Right even then to that point when we started i was like i'm gonna do this as like a passion project because i wanted like i said yeah. i like i wanted to play in a league that made me feel like i was a professional yeah. athlete even though i'm not um yeah. and um yeah so it's it sucked it sucked
0: yeah you play in the league now though i do yeah you, you conveniently have the nice jerseys the, the hornets jerseys are my favorite mm-hmm. jerseys yep that those teams are really nice um that aside what have you gotten any other perks from you do the referees look at you differently like you know what maybe that was a foul yeah, maybe or, no maybe
1: I get, <laughs> I get a little leeway on the calls sometimes yeah. here and there um yeah yeah (laughs) sometimes people people are people are afraid to um to really check me on d some people love it yeah but i talk shit either way like i'm I'm, i tell people i'm coming at them um i like to think i'm like pretty solid in most in most cases um but my uh my i yeah my co-founder andrew
0: Shout he, uh, out to Andrew. I should have got a third mic set up here because he's really he's a big part of what you
1: guys yeah, do. Yeah, well. yeah, he's a uh, he, he's been my guy since day one. He um, he started as like just a scorekeeper Listen, you can't build anything alone. I think mm-hmm. that's like a mistake a lot of people right in you know in our industry but also just in life You you gotta bring the right people on even if you give up a little piece of the pie Yeah At the end of the day You're gonna have a bunch baker pie when you work together with
0: people and all that stuff. I actually wanted to talk to you about that a little bit later, but we can talk about it now um Because, you know, obviously I created Iskandi Sports. You created Brody Rec League. How hard is it to bring more people in? Not from a financial point of view, but Mm. the fact that, like, I can speak for myself and maybe I'm just wired stupidly, but, like, it's really hard for me to delegate work because I want to do all the work myself and I like doing things a specific way and I'm very orientated that way. Um, Did you have any difficulty starting to cut up and delegate work? Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, I think... To find the right people in anything is is hard. Like to yeah. find the right like spouse, to find the right girlfriend or trainer or friends. You yeah. know, it's not easy. Um, yeah, it's something that you definitely. There's a lot of like trials and tribulations that we that go through with that. Mm-hmm. We've had people on board that you know we think are a great fit and then end up they're not a good fit, or people that say they're right. in it for the long haul and then like no longer want to be a right. part of it. So. Yeah, it's 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 a it, you can't expect to find it right away. Right. Like I think that's the big part. Um, surrounding yourself with the right people is is important, and I think you will identify that as you like continue to grow yeah. your business as well, like we do as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's just about being patient.
0: And speaking of which, which kind of brings us back to where I wanted to talk about right now. Um, expansion is crazy. You guys are. Uh, I'll let you do the talking. How, what's, what are the numbers right now in terms of teams, areas?
1: Yeah, so cu- currently for the summer season, we're looking at three nights. Um, each night has 24 teams. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just in Burlington. We're also expanding through Oshawa at the Durham Wait, r-
0: repeat that number again. You said three nights, 24 teams? That's right,
1: yeah, 24 teams per night.
0: 24 teams per night? Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, It's um, we've built something, I think... Very, very different. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very professional. People know when they come play here; yeah. they're not. They come correct, like you said. You're right. recruiting. You're doing the right things. Um, we're again creating a professional esque experience in a category that never had right.
0: it ever. Professional experience, but not exclusive to professional level.
1: Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like that's actually a great point. Mm-hmm. Professional experience. Right. You know, like. We have four skill divisions. Right. We have our rec league, our comp league, our elite league, and our pro am league. Yeah. Um, we have guys that start at the bottom, move their way up. We right. have guys that move down, guys that want to work on some skills. They'll move up, or they'll move down. Right. So, yeah, we don't um, we don't discriminate at all. I mean, we have yeah
0: multiple multiple divisions <laughs> for multiple people. You scared me there. Like we don't discriminate at all. And then you're like, well, and then well, <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no, but it's really for anybody. Like. Mm-hmm. Um, even myself i play on the saturday at the i went to the lowest possible league mm-hmm. and you, you boy, I, reps in that. I, I put some numbers up last night yeah i don't know if you saw that i didn't you didn't <laughs> <laughs> i did not <laughs> uh, i got a couple threes in there you know got okay. the ball a little All bit right. we only had six guys last night so i was oh, loving it
1: yeah you get the minutes yeah. yeah i play um yeah i play in our uh in the second highest but i i don't i don't think i definitely belong there i think i'm definitely a i'm a i'm a rec player i'm a yeah. comp rec player i like i like touching the ball like yeah. I've, I've played high level sports so like i like to feel like i'm right i it's think right. i'm better than i am so like, i like to, t- oh, I like to touch the ball and you know so. i was
0: talking shit yesterday my, like first of all the the stat sheet for mm-hmm. my team it, it gets a little wonky it's not 100 percent correct i only know this because like i don't score right i don't shoot Right. But like I still get points on this
1: <laughs> So this is so my bad, I don't wanna cut you off. No. Um yeah, I mean going back to the expansion talk, yeah, we're um through every playground location for the summer, yeah, we're adding every game is going to be videoed right every court yeah and every game is also gonna be tracked with ai stats and
0: and that wasn't even a slight at that whatsoever like i know you guys pride yourself on being you know as accurate as Mm -hmm. possible but like when it comes down to it we are the rec league playing at 10 10 at night right right so like if there was ever going to be a problem i'm I, no, I yeah. Think, and, and we're and we're all okay with it. Like yeah like, the fact that something exists that's like pretty accurate is mind blowing regardless. Yeah, yeah. So but yeah, I, I know you guys are gonna uh, tighten that up. But what I meant to say is that like yeah, anybody can work their way up through yeah, any course. level of Brody Reckley can but, feel but I
1: know what you're saying. When you yeah. get hot yeah, you want it to be reflected. You want to be able to show it. Oh, up.
0: it was working the other way for me. Well, yeah, I, I want to see what they gave me <laughs> for for last night because last night went off, yeah. But like, there was games where I was just getting like five rebounds and like an six. Yeah. and I look at the body score, and I got and I got a couple, yeah, big card, yeah, But then you know they gave me a couple of points, mm-hmm. so maybe yeah. that's my, like you get the you get the commissioner sort of treatment. <laughs> maybe someone wants a free mix and they just right. kind of slid me a couple points. You know, right. That's what it is. right, right, I'm right, right. I'm not gonna. But let's go back to expansion because yeah, you're, not, yeah um, you're you're expanding outwards from uh, Halton. Mm-hmm
1: yeah so um we have those three nights in burlington which and burlington is a blessing like shout out Mm -hmm. everyone that works at the playground because this place is is special right um yeah i mean even going back to growth um and we'll we'll get to the expansion obviously but finding the right people right we've Mm -hmm. been we're involved this season and it definitely hasn't been easy like it's Mm -hmm. trying to find the right people the right scorekeepers the right commissioners all that stuff is it ain't it ain't a, a small order by any means Um, But yeah, this this summer we were running 24 teams on Monday in Vaughan and 24 teams on Tuesday in Durham shout out everyone from Oshawa. Yeah, if you're looking for a high-level basketball Come you know to find us
0: Definitely recommend Uh, I want to move into a new topic here. Yes, do it Um, You guys have been on the forefront obviously of content creation Um, you guys have you know guys like myself whatever but like you have prod <laughs> kb who yep. is the literal go he's Not amazing th- he's he's young i think he's like mm-hmm. 20 mm-hmm. 21 he's gonna be he's gonna do whatever he wants to do yeah, in the he's creation crushing. Space. um but the other half of that is bringing in the right people to help sell the game and you guys have had people from k showtime frosty mm-hmm. matt uh they call him mk right yeah, so okay, um yeah. um how's the experience been first of all just bringing in those types of people into the um the equation who's like the first influencer that you guys got
1: yeah so um i reached out to frosty um i think everyone or a lot of people in the basketball scene in toronto saw what the trouble team guys and and you know really just the way that you know outdoor basketball really popped off this summer we recognized that Um, and i remember reaching out to frosty and was like hey dude i run a men's league if you want to come play for free let me know we'll get some good content up some good videos up um he was the first one that came out right after that we had showtime come out um mayo we um and now we're working with uh with mk shout out matt and um yeah that's sort of like the list that we've 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 right. brought out so far but yeah they've, they've been great
0: and showtime uh yeah showtime came out to vaughn as well i remember I got to be here when he was in Burlington, mm-hmm. and he came out to Vaughn as well, if I remember correctly. Yeah,
1: so they had a team in, uh, though they, well, they do have a team in Vaughn uh, in our pro-am over there.
0: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And how was that, um, like, you're, when when Showtime arrives in the equation, he's already massive, mm-hmm. the, part, the part of the trouble team that you're talking about. So how, how was it trying to convince them, or were they on board right away, or... Um,
1: yeah, I think it's. Um, I, I think it was a, uh, a win-win situation for mm-hmm. for us uh, and them. Obviously, we you know any press is good press. We got a lot mm-hmm. of eyes to the league, um, in establishing ourselves as like the place to play in tr- in the GTA in Ontario. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, like. That was that was amazing to have. Did them you think out you're going
0: to get them right away when you reached out first, or was it kind of like still like a hail mary? Yeah,
1: no, not 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 really. So we got frosty out and again, we wanted to provide just value for them. We wanted to provide, mm-hmm. you know, good clean courts, professional jerseys, you know, like fans, and just a good basketball experience in general. Right. Um, that was always our goal. Is like you, these guys are doing really great stuff for toronto and the city and the city and just basketball in general and you know let's let's feed let's give them some love back um shout out smiles too i'm missing i forgot right. about i forgot about smiles um and Steph the moroccan mamba and the moroccan he is he's 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 great he's great he's like he, he's a, he's the og bro he's the nicest
0: like yeah n- like i never got to really talk to showtime or anything and uh, i worked a little bit with frosty but that Kids, the nicest kid.
1: Yeah, Moroccan yeah. Mamba. He is. Um, yeah, he, he, he's a he's a great kid and, um, great at basketball too. Like he ain't it ain't just glitch shots and like the behind the backs <laughs> and the, this. He's uh, yeah he can hoop. He's a real hooper. But uh, yeah, we we work with some amazing talent, both right. like professional level players and then obviously the content creators as well.
0: Right. So we talked about K Showtime Frosty Murak and Mamba. Like we you've brought in a lot of influencers into the basketball. Uh, experience that you've guys created yeah but the thing with Brody is that you guys have also like you've said uh, a few times you create the professional atmosphere um, guys I think probably take it more seriously than you probably envisioned mm-hmm. um, with respect to like you know what it means to win and all that stuff um, but the YouTube basketball players are cut from one cloth the entertainment cloth which is great for your business um, but a lot of these guys they're they're win oriented so when you bring in a person that's uh looking to be more entertaining Mm -hmm. and they'll still you know like they'll still compete because they're very talented right but when you bring people that are coming from one mindset the creation mindset that you know they're going to try to cross you out make you fall make you lose your shoe hit the shot end up on house of highlights or whatever um but then there's the other guys that you know they really want to hit the paint and stuff so how did you balance the uh the the influences that come in to make content versus the guys that have really been taking it serious all year long and now they have to have a guy like this on their team, or play against them for you know a day or two. Right.
1: Yeah. So there was a couple ways we thought about it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, firstly, I think without there's no growth without like speed bumps and mm-hmm. and you know falling on your face and you know it's you know it's about getting up and you know getting back after it. Um, so when we started, we were like, hey guys, do you mind if we put this influencer right. on your team? Um, you know, it actually it actually translated well um teams then did like say hey can we play with him again yeah um so that happened with showtime and frosty frosty's very committed too frosty is he is a he is a proper proper hooper like he he can go yeah and and he's and he's also the nicest kid in the world right but um yeah it's 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 finding like the dichotomy and like you got to find a team that wants to play with them Mm -hmm. um now when it comes to like to playing against them That goes back to like, this is the most professional and high level basketball in the city, you know, and you shouldn't be able to, you shouldn't shy away necessarily from anyone. So in terms of playing against them, that's just, that's just what it is. And it's like, I understand that maybe you don't want to, you don't want to deal with someone's antics like that, but this is the highest level basketball and highest level men's league in the world that's what i like to say yeah um so you will end up playing guys like that um now obviously we've relegated them and like given them like their own um their own team so you know you're going to be playing them yeah um and that's also like a very specific case i think right. because showtime talks a lot of shit
0: showtime talks a lot of shit um and like when they do something good mm-hmm. you, it, look it, it's not a it's not a fair game for uh the average brody player per se. Right. Because you could have won that game and you probably, no one will probably know if you end up on six buzz or whatever. Right. So like, I think it it, it is difficult probably on your end to balance. Look, we we need, like, I I think you guys would succeed without them regardless, but Mm. obviously adding those types of talents and those types of influencers just grows your brand exponentially. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of necessary to have that and say face with the guys that are, you
1: know, yeah I think it was it was an amazing um opportunity and like as you know, as right. you know we've been doing this for like two ish years now yeah. um, as a new company really yeah you want to be legitimized as quickly as possible right. as, as quickly as possible as quickly <laughs> as possible um so you know yes i I think people weren't like super uh receptive to it yeah um but that's why like we learned from that experience right. and be like, okay like you specifically like this type of like sort of like extroverted character that showtime is is like okay like we want you in the league obviously but we're going to give you your own team yeah and you're going to play at the highest level and then you know those guys are going to be better equipped to deal with somebody like a showtime like a frosty like a smiles maraca mamba etc
0: uh connor i have more questions for you we're going to take a quick break get the camera reset get a sip of bio steel, and uh let's do it hit it and we're back, Camera should be in working order, I gotta do a couple more logistic things on my end, but Connor, uh, we were just talking about Showtime and the influencers that you have uh, that come in and work with you on Brody. Um, any other projects lined up? Uh, I know you have a few teams with the influencers, but is there any anything in the wings?
1: Yeah, so um, MK and myself, we are putting together a AAU team
0: um, this summer. Just quickly. First of all, wow. Second of all, uh, for people that don't know MK, quickly, who's MK?
1: Yeah, Matt is the the guy that will dunk on you and then rub your head um, and then call you a, a waste. Um, he's a uh, he's uh, a he's next pro. He played at. Um, Stfx. I I, I don't think that's right. Stfx. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, he's uh yeah. He's a sport athlete. He is an ex-pro. He plays on House of Highlights Creator Tournament. Okay. He plays with Against Ball His Life. He was on the Crew League, mm-hmm. the uh, the show that's on YouTube with Okay. with all those celebrities, and um, yeah, he he's a pretty big creator in the space. He um, he recently approached us because we put well. We met a, a while back, sort of around the same time. I connect to a Showtime and all those right. people. Um, and I actually met him at a, a – this was, is this was funny. The, the way I met MK, um, I was visiting a friend. My friend just most recently moved to Los Angeles. Right. Uh, my best friend, shout out Austin. I've known him since I was like 10, played hockey together our whole lives. Right. Was out visiting him in Los Angeles. We got invited to this party, and on the invite list, I saw MK.
0: and I was like just super casual party invite only in LA yeah sorry sorry (laughs) I I actually
1: did not want to bring this up but we can anyways yeah (laughs) yeah it wasn't like that it wasn't like that it was just I was like hey who's like who's invited like who's there and I saw Matt was there so we I went strictly on a business only (laughs) I went on a mission to find MK Um, I found him we connected we chopped it up for a little bit I got his information he came back to toronto most recently like two three weeks ago right. and he was like hey bro like i'm looking to put an event together we connected right. a while ago let's put an event together so we put together his his takeover that he just released on his youtube page right from then you know we were like yo like that was amazing like how can we continue to do this and he's like bro the the youth they're they're not getting the exposure they could and while there is a lot of there is a yeah. lot of organizations
0: and creators and... Can I cut you off really quickly? Yeah, you, you seem d- like you have something to say. I just realized I might be involved in the same project. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know how much I can talk about because I heard it from another mutual friend that we have. Okay. That they're looking to bring me on as okay. well. <laughs> so, um, well, you, you, know what, you know I'm going to cut this out if, if I'm talking yeah, about let's too much. Do it. But let's do it. I, the way it was told to me, it's going to be like a last chance to you type of thing. Yes. It, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're involved with this? I, I well, probably need more camera guys. Yeah. And you know a lot about this space. Yeah. Do you want to be involved? I said, fuck yeah. yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to be involved with it yet, but I've definitely yeah. been in the know about it.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think what I-, I talked to Matt and he's like, you can talk about that. We're putting the team together right. and that like, yeah, we're going to be each shooting
0: and it's going to be like your chance to get on and all that stuff. So like just by saying last chance to you, that's not great. Bringing- no, that's completely fine. Okay. So we'll keep it in. Maybe. Yeah. We'll keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's crazy. So. so
1: yeah. Like, so essentially like, you know, you know, there's a lot more that these kids could get in terms of exposure, proper, proper exposure yeah. where there isn't like other, in tr- other reasons they're getting exposure, right? right? Um, so, we're putting an AAU team together for this summer. We're hosting a tournament in the end of May, and we're running an ID camp at the end of April. So, if you think you have what it takes, you want to play on MK's AAU team, and you right. want to be followed around by a Netflix-style crew, right. pitch to Netflix, all that stuff, right. then this is your shot. We're going to definitely include some type of, like, some type of takeaway to like so you guys can go apply and be yeah.
0: involved obviously Th- this is still super it's not, not super rough but it's it's very developmental right now very
1: developmental yeah very de- de- developmental basically the the pitch is last chance you style documentary yeah. series right following legitimate prospects right right the the i won't name any names now but Legitimate, legitimate NBA talent. I know some <laughs> <laughs> with with celebrity star power. Yeah. Coach MK um, and a very awesome like yeah. confirmed lineup that we can't talk about yet. Yeah, for sure. But essentially, this is your chance to be put on the MK slash ball creator platform right. and play against with some of the best talent in Canada travel to the u.s meet celebrities and get actual actual exposure right um and yeah
0: that's but beyond the actual x's and o's players and rosters and stuff like this um obviously exposure is something i take very very seriously Mm -hmm. it's it's what birthed the scandy sports platform um but it's gonna take more than just the player part of it and we're gonna there's gonna be a crew uh following everybody around and everything like that yep that's all great but where the real change is going to happen, where the sparks are going to go off, is when the community supports the project. Exactly. So, um, you know, just because you don't make the team or something, whatever, don't not be engaged with the product because this is something that could be potentially incredibly huge. MK has a, an enormous following. Yep. YouTube is the perfect platform for something like this. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it's going or whatever, but when project like this happen and you know about it early and you get a chance to maybe see them when they're here or make an atmosphere, make it, great from a fans perspective from an engagement perspective and more things like this will be coming down the pipeline yeah. and then your chance will come and we'll set up a whole new precedent for Canada basketball exactly in the future so just because you don't get to be on the court necessarily definitely engage with stuff like this when they come around because this could be massive if you guys let it be massive.
1: Yeah, yeah. we we yeah, th- th- It's a community project yeah. at the end of the day. Um, and we want to, you know, we want to mentor and teach and we want to... Everything is about building brands. Yeah. You're building an amazing brand. Brody's building an amazing brand. And there's more... Uh, unfortunately now, I mean, I'll be careful how I, how I talk about this subject, but yeah, you need to be more than just you know a actually i don't even know if that's say necessarily it, true say it, say you need to be more than just someone that can put the ball in. i don't even know if that's necessarily true you right. need to have something to it you have to have you have to be a brand you have to be right. exciting and different and you have to portray yourself in certain ways and you can't have a locked instagram account these days like if you want mm-hmm. an nba scout to see you oh yeah, yeah you know yeah. you can't have no yeah. mixtape and a private instagram you yeah. need to be it, it's you know the next you know the next wave is you got to be online you got to be you got to have your brand together and we're not only are we you know you have to be an amazing basketball player right but you have to have a good brand as well you know like every NBA player that's a star has their own logo their own setup everything right right?
0: so and that's something I did a video with Wes not too long ago we watched some of your guys's hoops tape and it's the same stuff like you can't just expect to be seen if you don't put yourself out there mm-hmm, the right exactly way. Like, you that's your, a
1: better way to talk yeah
0: if you don't um make your instagram handle anything remotely close to your name how do people find you like if i put in your name on instagram i can't find you mm-hmm. tough exactly if i can't find your games on youtube tough mm-hmm. like um there's a kid. Uh, he plays in the states right now. His name's Kalen Nichols, and he. I think I'm getting his right first name right. I might be wrong. His, his last name's Nichols. He plays on uh, New Step um, in the summer times. And this kid, he puts his every single game that he plays on YouTube. He gets mm-hmm. the game film himself. They have like a hundred views. Right. Or they they might even have less than hundred views a lot of time. But like that's just like you're doing it yourself. Exactly. Like you can't. At the end of the day, whatever he gets, he got it himself. Mm-hmm that's what you should do
1: yeah i mean everybody has an iphone yeah right or a access to a smartphone these days right and you know there's a lot you can do you can get your you can toss your boy 10 bucks 15 yeah. bucks to just sit and record your game on your iphone yeah right and upload it and even if you're getting 100 views it mm-hmm. only needs you only need one view of somebody that matters to get the pra- to get out there so I mean, this has sort of evolved into a different thing that we were talking about originally, but that's a yeah. good thing. The point is, is yeah, we're putting together this program yeah. and we're going to give you guys the right exposure. We're going to mentor you guys as well, M- mainly MK. I can teach you guys how to run a business if you want. <laughs> Can't tell you too much about putting yeah. a, ball, a ball in that. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's a really exciting project. So make sure you guys stick around and, and keep your eyes open for that. And, yeah, we'll, we'll include some to take away from that. That's
0: super exciting. Yeah. It was also really exciting when I figured out that I knew what you were talking about. Yeah, that's time. crazy. That, <laughs> that is insane. Um, Connor, how many hours a week do you think you work on Brody?
1: Oh, man. Um, I actually have a problem with... I have to like actually book time for stuff outside of Brody. Right. So... It, the answer is more than I want to even admit. And yeah. that's not even like a flex thing. It's like actually almost unhealthy. Right. Like it's, yeah. I, I actually like, I'm like, man, what do I do? Like, okay, I work and today was Sunday and I got up and I went to LA fitness and I played basketball and then I came home and I'm working. Mm-hmm. I worked for like a couple hours and now I'm here doing more work. And then tomorrow I'm doing yeah. the same thing. So yeah, I, I think I, I, I work a lot and I try to set my, uh, I try to actively like set boundaries. being right. I mean, like Tuesday, i'm off i'm not touching my laptop and i have to like actively like it sounds like sort of cocky or silly or whatever but you need to put boundaries on stuff no right like like,
0: yeah especially because you're responsible for a lot of people you have a lot of things on your plate but i get the same way myself Mm -hmm. like where um you overwhelm yourself with the amount of work that you do and then Luckily, I don't ever get too sick of it. I actually kind of yeah. miss it. No, me, like, Tuesday's probably the toughest yeah. day of the week for you. Yeah. But Tuesday night, you're probably like. It's hard. It's itching. I'm like, yo, I have to like. But then I'm like, yo, do I like
1: just play like 2K? Like, <laughs> yeah. what, do I, what do I. But yeah, no, I. um, Yeah, when you fall in love with something and like you want to be successful, you ha- like mm-hmm. that's like the core tenet. You have to work yeah. hard. But you also have to, you know, your mental. Like, you can't. If you're not mentally sound or you're, yeah. you know, you're not. Like you need, a, you need to take care of yourself first. Yeah. Like you can't expect to just work all the time and like everything will be okay. Like you have to actively give yourself right. rest days and take time off right. and you know like do all that like like I'm I'm happy. You have a you have a really like or a younger audience. Yeah. Um. You guys need to make sure you're treating yourselves first, right? Like you're treating yeah. yourself right first, yeah. and you're eating properly and mm-hmm. you're taking the time away from it because like. I never had, like, it took me a long time to figure out that, like, you get one shot at, you know, like, just everything, like, what you put in your body, how much you work, how much you read, how much you meditate, how much you do this, this, that, and, yeah, and, like, if you're on the cusp of something great, like, with a lot of the kids listening are take it seriously man i know no one around you like literally no one around you is going to be taking it seriously yeah right they're gonna be like partying and eating like mcdonald's and this and that but just i promise you if you just take that extra step like if i was committed when i was a younger athlete like i think i could have gone further than i did and i didn't go anywhere but i could have if i just took that extra step and i like made the right choices yeah um so that's really important is like I don't even know how we got to that topic, but that's No, really but, cool.
0: it, but to, to put in the perspective that maybe these kids will understand too, it's like, when have you ever played a team that was so far out of your league and you didn't lose by that much? Yeah. It's because for those 40 minutes, you played up and focused 100% of your energy exactly. for that one day. If you do that every single day, it, it's, yeah. No, I pinch myself a lot of the time too, because I could have taken things a lot seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like, what'd bit. you go to school for? Uh, you know.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Myself? Um, yeah, so uh, I went to school for kinesiology.
0: Wait, hold on. What do you think my question is though? When I say background, you're like, "Oh, Did
1: you Whoa, mean like, I was like born what? in?" Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I, well, oh, I, I, I so can honest. give you a little background. Yeah. Like, I was born in Toronto. Both okay. my parents are South African. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived in Toronto. I was like four. Moved to Oakville played basketball played hockey I was never like the greatest student but I teachers always like me which is helpful <laughs> um, I went to school at Western um, and I played rugby there my first year at Western I studied kinesiology right um, I think the average to stay in that program was like a 70 right. which I did not get damn um, so unfortunately I was kicked out of that program um, and I ended up switching over to shadowing a business degree
0: uh, so what's starting a business degree? Um,
1: well, it was if I decided to do five years of school, right. I would have got a business degree. Right. Uh, so I was on on track yeah. to get a business degree. Um, I worked at uh, a bank as an intern every yeah. summer throughout school. Mm-hmm. And um, after my fourth year, even though I was sort of semi-planning to go back, right. they offered me a full-time job. Okay. So I was just like, well, why would I? Like, you know, I'm already like trying to like this is my goal to get a job right at the bank and i did so i decided to just sort of cut that off um mm-hmm. and just graduate with like a basic ba right and um yeah that's sort of so so the goal was never to
0: i don't want to say never but it doesn't seem like your goal was to learn how to build a business and create a directly yeah no definitely
1: <laughs> definitely not i mean well I think um, my best friend Austin, who's the guy that lives in LA now, he's mm-hmm. he opened my eyes really early to social media and you know making like it sounds like so cringe like making money online yeah <laughs> but making money online and like watching these like kids on Vine. And, like, if you don't know what Vine is, and like, I'm dating myself maybe a little bit. You know what Vine is, right?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. My name is Trey. I got come a basketball on. game. <laughs> yeah,
1: come on now. <laughs> um, so we were on that platform very early. Um, and uh, we, together, built two Vine pages up to, like, a million Instagram followers. A million Instagram followers. A million Vine followers. Really? What were we doing? We uh, we were doing... Ca- we, we did a bunch of, like, fan pages. Okay. So there's a reason why Vine failed ultimately is because there was literally like no rules and there were no way to like pay creators there's no way to like verify there's no way for anything which is good there's like if you think about the famous creators now a lot of them start on like vine tiktok platforms but we um we ended up just doing like fan videos of like different celebrities so like we had a Tyler the creator account we had a kevin hart account right and um, we amassed this like big amount of fo- we amassed this big following, and then we bought like a stock templated app, right. and we used the Vine platform to promote the app. And we ended up getting to, like, the top 25 on the App Store. Really? What was the app? Um, it was called Scary Darts. <laughs> I never thought I'd be talking about it here. But um, it was just, like, you just click it, and you, like, throw darts at a board and like, a guy spinning and try to avoid him. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we did, like, really well. And, like, we made a little bit of money. And we are like, oh, my God. Like, we wow. made it. We made it. And then we, like, took our foot off the gas pedal and then, like, immediately, like, it dropped, like, 1,000, 2,000 spots, yeah. like, way off the thing. But um, I also, like i also like sort of crashed my my dad's car so all the money i made not badly yeah not and no one was hurt nothing crazy but like he was like hey you made all this money now you guess you're fixing my car yeah (laughs) so i ended up like walking away with like maybe like 500 bucks or something from the whole experience but i was like oh my god like i can do this by just like I can just make like this much money from like right. not going to like, cause I worked at McDonald's and like mm-hmm. Tim Hortons and Sportcheck, right? Like not going, but like making like 10, 15 an hour. Like I can just like sell this invisible thing to invisible right. people on the internet. And like that was like, so I, I always like, there was a lot that I wish I did when I was younger, but one thing I knew was like that I was gonna eventually do or work for myself. Um, so I always had that in the back of my mind. I always wanted to enjoy university and all that stuff, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I uh, I always knew that I was gonna do something, right? Somehow, somewhere, and yeah. that's sort of yeah,
0: that's sort of how I guess. That's Brody crazy. Ended I never up, knew that about you. I never knew that about you.
1: Yeah, man. I'm um. I've done a. I've done a couple things. Um, I started this other company during the pandemic. So, after Brody came to its first demise, yeah. with the C word, yeah. Um, <laughs> I was like, okay, well, shit. Like I was know still working part time i was still working full time at the bank and i was like really happy to be doing my own thing so like the first season of brody like i would just work at the bank i would get up sit on the train do i would i was like a big i was more of a reader back then because i had 40 minutes to kill right um i would just like think about work like brody all day all day all day come back go to the gym go to work on brody Mm -hmm. um so when like the world was put on pause i was like yo what do i do i ended up finding this like product that was sort of related to covid i I don't even think i have one on me anymore but it was like you ever seen those like little like push button things and i know what you're talking about
0: i know what you're you're talking about thing that you don't have to make contact Mm -hmm. with yeah 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 yeah. i started selling those
1: and i went to like every sobeys metro fortino's Everything. It kind of looks Uh, like one brass knuckle. Yes. Yeah. People just like make fun of me for (laughs) it. But I ended up getting an inter or not like an interview, like a meeting with my brother's old boss who Mm -hmm. worked at the Fortinos. Right. And he was just like, yeah, like see what it's about. And they placed like a small order. Yeah. And we, I ended up doing that. It ended up like blowing up. We got on like global news. Okay. And, um, and i ended up getting like a very large po which is a purchase order yeah. from uh loblaws yeah and that was enough money for me to quit my te- my bank job wow. and work on that business full-time and right. that took like i did that for like a year and a bit right. throughout
0: the pandemic and, and is it over now yeah, it is. Okay, I, was about I uh, to say because <laughs> you're you're walking a very tricky line. Oh yeah, because yeah. the one thing that killed your passion project is the one thing paying the bills right now. Yeah, so yeah, you gotta have a
1: one at some I, point. I know, I know, and um, I. Speaking of like Inexperience and everything Like we did well Like I did well enough To like quit my job And replace my income And all that stuff But I was like This train is never gonna end Yeah Like I'm gonna ride this Till you know And I was like Let's do this product Like so we Mm -hmm. made creams And then I was like Like we did like A sanitizing hand cream Yeah And then I was like Let's do like more Let's get like x amount of yeah. touche tools is what they're called yeah. and i now i have like ten thousand extra of them sitting in my garage right. <laughs> so it's very interesting
0: that you that your original goal is to work at a bank because you don't strike me as a nine to five at all no
1: it, it it wasn't my original goal okay it was just like a means to an end right um i think that's like actually where i get the more i'm i lean towards a safer not the safer end but right. i used to see people online being like don't quit your day job until you can make enough money and always like that's stupid like go all in on your (laughs) dreams blah 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 um but you need like the reality is you need to make money when the bills do exactly yeah exactly so um yeah and like obviously coming from like people have different situations right Right. like you can't just expect someone to be like go live on the street and you know make your money online like you gotta give and take so i always knew that i wanted to do something else right so that's why, like, every day after work at the bank, I would just go on, like, I would just go work on Brody or yeah. this or that, so, yeah.
0: Connor, let's bring it back to Brody, just to to end it off here. Yeah, let's do it. Um, What is the ultimate goal of the Brody Rec League? What is the the moment you picked yourself in? And it's like, this is what I envision it to be. Like, do you have markets in the States? Do you have, you know, X amount of, like, cachet or like Mm -hmm. what what is the pinnacle of Brody in your mind
1: yeah I mean Brody to me it started like as a passion project right it started because I wanted to play in a professional league that Mm -hmm. I felt like I was valuable there I was yeah I was valued as a player and you know as a whatever um and that definition has I mean like what I wanted to make from it has changed a little bit I really see Brody as a uh, a unification and as a st- as the gold standard for men's not men's leagues for rec sports
0: right across Canada. You're very you're very careful saying men's league. Yeah. Yes,
1: I am because it is a men's league right now, but you know, there's we want we're going to do a women's league and we're yeah. going to do hockey and yeah. soccer maybe, you know, so I, I never want to say no to any of that stuff, but you know, they are is a market clearly for yeah. the twenty to thirty five, let's right. say, demographic yeah. in both men and women that are athletic and an athletic prime. And I think as you see more people making money like online and in more tradition not traditional jobs, there's there's gonna be like an appetite to stay playing high level Sports and mm-hmm. you know, and that's so that's what we want to do. We want to build like a really solid platform, like a really solid product for all sports across Canada and into the US eventually. Yeah, baby steps though. baby so, yeah, 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 baby well, steps. We start with Ontario <laughs> in basketball, and then we'll see.
0: Connor, I have no doubt in my mind you're gonna hit all those things that Thank you want to do. Uh, the growth of Brody in the last couple of years is, is insane, guys. If you don't already follow the Brody Rec League, it's at Brody Rec. Brody Rec Leagues At Brody Rec Leagues Oh, Leagues, sorry At, no uh on instagram uh show some love on their youtube as well you guys put uh, i think a game a week or something yeah
1: on so we right now we're doing all of our uh, pro games but like mm-hmm. i said this summer in any playground location every game is going to be videoed up on our youtube um right. with stats all done
0: and yeah. everything so and i i would envision that you're might going to get you're gonna get some more pro guys in there too because yeah the uh, film is currency for them right they yeah. want they want to show that they can still play and brody's going to establish himself as one of those leagues connor Appreciate you taking the time. We ran late. We started late. and you no We stuck through all. Yeah. And uh, I really appreciate that. And looking forward to, to continue working with Perfect you. Perfect, yes. man. Yes. Thank you, brother. Thank you, guys. Uh, see you on the next one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never know what to say. Yeah.